Well, good morning. Welcome to Kings at Home Daily this morning, Tuesday morning. Glad you could join us. And uh, we're having, I think, a really help. I, I'm having a really good time in Habakkuk, finding it really helpful in the days we're living. I think it's really relevant for us. So let's see what the Lord has for us this morning. Lord, we we pray open open the ears of our hearts that we would hear what you have to say to us today and walk in the good of it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, we're looking at a very well-known verse, Habakkuk chapter 3. Just to give a tiny bit of background, this dear guy Habakkuk, troubling days, concerning days, superpowers on the move, God's people seem to be just being thrown around in the middle of it all. Where are you, God? Where are you, God? And God replies, Habakkuk, I'm in control. I'm, behold, I'm going to do something you, you, unexpected. I, I, I'm, I'm not working in the way you might expect, but I'm in control. I'm working out my purposes. And then Habakkuk, okay, I'm going up my watchtower. Lord, I'm trusting you and I'm looking. I've got an eye to see what you're doing. I, I want to be looking to hear you and... and uh, respond to what you're doing in our day now we're on to chapter three so here we go we're in the we started on this yesterday it's a lovely verse this prayer of Habakkuk we're learning about prayer here verse two Lord I've heard of your fame the questions have gone he's on his knees it's not all about me Lord it's about you I've heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds. Oh, adoration. Wonderful sense of, hey, Lord, do that, do that in our day. Bring that sense of awe into our prayers and our prayer meetings. A revelation of who you are, your majesty, your might, your glory. I stand in awe of your deeds, Lord. Repeat or revive them in our day. Revival. Revive them in our day. Do it again, Lord. We have heard stories of what you've done in the past. We've heard, we know that you're able to do this. We know in difficult days in, in our nation's history, you have done wonderful things. Do it again, Lord. That's effectively what... Habakkuk saying, and that's the nature, as I said yesterday, of, of prayers very often in the, old, in, in the Old Testament. Lord, you did this. You brought us out of Egypt. Now we're trusting you to act again. Revive your work. Okay, I want to speak a little bit about revival this morning. Um, to whet our appetites, we, we pray for revival. Um, and what is revival? It's, it's God coming close, really. It's God... Um, just as it were, yeah, yeah, his presence coming close. We know the Lord's with us always, but sometimes his manifest presence is uh, is more uh, uh, real than at other times. And um, I'm going to read a couple of things. We, we speak often about the Welsh Revival. Let me just read a little bit about the Welsh Revival this morning. Um, December 31st, 1903, and um, uh, Joseph Jenkins, a minister, in Cardiganshire, undoubtedly a key man in the revival, he had held a deep spiritual life convention. Um, and they've been seeking an endowment of power. And they shared testimony. Waiting for, the, waiting for God. Here we go. February the 14th, in a Sunday service at his chapel, a young woman named Florrie Evans 
stood to her feet and publicly confessed, I love the Lord Jesus with all my heart. And as she spoke these words, the Holy Spirit seemed to fall on the meeting. Many say this was the real beginning of the revival. A move of God took place in that church as after church meetings were held to seek the Lord's presence and empowerment. I just, the point I'm making is this, this dear lady just, oh, just moved with a sense of who, who God is. I love the Lord Jesus with all my heart. It's all about you. And she just confessed that sense of the presence of God came and it, it just spread um, from, from that little prayer meeting through, throughout Wales and way beyond um, the Welsh revival that you've all held, heard of. The Scottish Hebrides. Um, another one here, nine, uh, 1949. Um, uh, I'll read this a little bit. One night they crowded into the home of a blacksmith named Smith. No one, <laughs> no one very, you know, uh, notable. Since the, uh, the spiritual atmosphere was dry, a sense of deadness prevailed as one after another tried to break through. And then Duncan Campbell called on Mr. Smith to pray. The prayer was short. Oh God, you made a promise to pour water on him that is thirsty and floods on the dry ground, and Lord, it's not happening. He paused and then continued in a rising voice, Lord, I don't know how Mr. Campbell or these other men stand with you, but I know my own heart, I know that I'm thirsty, and you've promised to pour water on him who is thirsty. If you don't do it, how can I ever believe you again? Your honor is at stake. At that instant, the granite house shook like a leaf and the power of God was unleashed, swept the entire parish and, and Campbell, and Campbell said, I could only stand in silence as wave after wave of divine power swept through the house of prayer. The mighty weapon of the revival was resorted to and an evening of given to waiting upon, upon God. So, that you see you know re revival and, and it, people getting a sense of the oh who who the lord is that that dear lady the welsh river oh lord jesus i love you with all my heart that guy up in uh, in, in the hebrides god you said you'll pour out water on him who's thirsty we're thirsty it's not about me it's about you it's not about you know um our comfort it's about the Lord's glory and you know as we think about our nation and our church let, let, let there be let's be praying that God would, would pour upon us that a sense of um, who he is that, that there'd be a sense of, uh, uh, of a humbling of ourselves in the face of the glory of God that God can begin to fill us and use us for his glory revive us don't you want that for our church and our nation don't you want that isn't that what we you know as we we look across our uh, our nation the church is pushed to the margins um 
And, you know, he, he, I'd love to pray this morning that our church prayer meetings would, and prayer, well, prayer meetings wherever they're happening in life groups and so on, but especially our corporate ones together, that, that, that God, God begins to move powerfully and wonderfully among us, he, that, that he'd pour out, uh, pour out his Holy Spirit into hungry, thirsty souls, that he would empower us to be the people that he wants to be in these days. So a, a prayer you've probably heard many, many times. Lord, I stand in awe of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds. Repeat them in our day. Revive them in our day. In our time, make them known. In wrath, remember mercy. And Lord, I want to pray for us as a church family, us as individuals, that you would revive us. Lord, we've, we've heard of your fame. We've heard of previous days when you've moved powerfully. We've read many books about what you've done in our land in the past. Lord, we recognize that this is a needy time for us as a nation. Lord, you are doing some lovely things, but we say, Lord, more, Lord. Would you come and work powerfully among us? Do you pray for us as a church here at King's that, Lord, you would be meeting with us when we, uh, both privately in our, our own devotions and corporately when we come together. Lord, I pray that uh, you would revive us, that you take our attention off ourselves and place it squarely on you, that we'd have a greater sense of your majesty and glory that you would revive us, you'd revive your work, your church, in these days, for the honour of your name, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, have a good day. I hope I've stirred you a little bit today. Let's make this our prayer. Lord, we long for you to move in power. Maybe we'll sing that song again before the end of the week. Have a great day, and hope to join us again tomorrow. Bye now.